Hello and welcome to the Shout Our Struggle podcast. If it's your first time here, my name is Belle and this podcast is an extension of my initiative, Shout Our Struggle. Shout Our Struggle comes from my lived experience with mental health. If it's your first time here, I'll reiterate so you don't have to go back and listen to the old episodes, but please do. I am diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, major depressive disorder, and I had suicidal ideation when I was in high school, when I was 17 years old. And Shout Our Struggle is born from the realization that we can use our stories for education and we can take that education and teach people how to respond for themselves and how to respond to other people. That is what the goal of this podcast is. I like to bring on other people to talk about their stories, what worked for them, what didn't work for them, and just show that there's such a range of responses to mental health and that everyone's approach has to be individualized but that one thing that ties us all together is the universal experience of feeling the causes of my mental health issues could be so different than the causes of yours but we can both relate to that turmoil to that feeling of i want to get better but i don't know how and my hope is that we can get better together I really strongly believe that as a community, we can create a movement of healing, that we can work together to improve the mental health crisis that we're dealing with right now. And that's not to say that we're going to solve it. Mental health can come from a variety of different things. It can come from a chemical imbalance. It can come from difficult experiences and traumas. It can come from our life circumstances, from our backgrounds, our cultural backgrounds. It can be generational, but we can improve those things and make them bearable, make them easy to navigate and be able to come together as a community and fight these things together. So that's the goal of the Shout Our Struggle podcast and Shout Our Struggle. Apart from the podcast, I work with the Mental Health Association in New Jersey because I am from New Jersey, and I work with them to spread mental health response training such as QPR or Question Persuade Refer and Mental Health First Aid. I know it's been a while since I've done a podcast, so I thought it would be good to refresh everyone's memory and my memory about what the goal is here so we can make sure we're staying on track. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, if you need help finding a therapist, you need help finding a grief counselor, anything like that, always feel free to reach out to me and we will set you up with that because it's hard to find those resources and to know how to navigate them when it's new here. So I thought since this podcast comes from my lived experience with mental health and my experiences, and that's what inspired me to start this movement, it would be good to check back in and start this season off with how I'm doing, how my mental health journey has been, and then later on in the season, we'll continue to hear from other warriors, other survivors of mental health. Where we should start is where we left off, which was in June. And in June, I was going to Miss New Jersey 2022. It was such an honor to be there. I am so grateful that I had the opportunity to go, and I was so grateful for all of the support from the organization, from my sisters, from the judges, from my parents, my family, my friends, my director, my teen, Brooke, who's been on the show before, and it was just such an amazing experience. It was a very rewarding week, and I learned so much. We'll start off with 
the result of the week, which is I was honored to be named first runner-up to Miss New Jersey 2022, and I also received the Preliminary Talent Award for night one. And because of all of this, I earned a little bit under $9,000 of scholarship to go back to school to get my doctorate in psychology, which is just so amazing, and I'm so grateful. And congratulations to Augie, who won Miss New Jersey 2022. She is doing such a fabulous job, and I am so excited to continue to watch her in her journey this year. I had so much gratitude to be at Miss New Jersey, and I don't want that to get lost in what I'm about to say. I, I'm sure even if you don't compete, you can relate to, let's say you have a big game. You are an athlete and you have a big game and you've been waiting and waiting and waiting to get to the championship and you get there and you're so focused on what your goal is that you're putting so much pressure on yourself, you're not living in the moment. And I found that that was what I was doing. I was putting so much pressure on myself to be the best version of myself and perform the best I possibly could that I got lost in the sauce. I just wonder what the week would have been like had I just trusted myself. And I didn't. I didn't trust myself, which is so crazy. And I regret it. I regret not trusting myself to do the best that I could do. I regret not trusting myself that I put in hard work and put in dedication and regardless of what the result was I was gonna be fine and that's how I should have looked at it and that's why I'm so excited to go back next year and I'm so excited for all of the opportunities ahead of me ahead of me for shot our struggle and I don't know I just think that it was good to have a first year as a learning experience to take that wisdom with me into next year and I think I'm so excited to prepare and to go back and just show my heart again on the stage and talk about mental health and hopefully make a difference. I think it's so important to focus and remember what my goal is and the goal of Shout Our Struggle and keep that at the center and not get lost in the sauce and just focus on that gratitude and the ways that I can continue to progress mental health in the state of New Jersey and nationally and I, and that's that's the big picture here and again I'm so grateful and so honored and so thankful um for my first year at Miss New Jersey and even more thankful that I get to go back and do it all over again so it'll be a great year another thing I want to talk about is my mental health healing journey separate from the Miss America organization because this journey started before I started competing, and so it's important to talk about that too. So I started therapy almost three years ago. I started in October of 2019. Yeah, I started therapy in October of 2019, and I'm so grateful that I started therapy, and it's been so helpful. I've learned so many things, and recently my main thing has been practicing mindfulness and using um, dialectical behavioral therapy techniques. Um, using dbt a lot more and just practicing that mindfulness and the repetitiveness of talking myself out of my mental health spiralings because if you have anxiety you know what it's like to just have your thoughts run and if you don't have anxiety let me kind of explain what i mean by that so anxiety can grab onto the tiniest little things and make them like spiral and go and your brain just goes and it's like an avalanche and you can't stop it and it's about to be a, a tragedy and you just are so caught up and you know oh my gosh like 
my mind is just racing. And at a certain point, you recognize this is just anxiety, but you can't stop the thoughts, even though you know it's your anxiety. So for me, something that, what's a good example? Hmm. I'll take an example from work because that makes it easy. I have, at work, I plan events for students at Rowan College of South Jersey, and I plan these events for months and then it gets the day of and I'm like oh my gosh I have so much to do and this past week I planned an event called the involvement expo for all of our students to come and see how they could get involved in Cumberland County and I'm sitting there and my brain is like oh my god no students are going to come no students are going to come is the first thought I have then it branches off and it says if no students come I'm going to lose my job if no students come, I'm bad at my job. If no students come, my boss is going to be mad at me. If no students come, it's going to be so embarrassing. If no students come, I just wasted money. And and then it just goes off and then I'm freaking out and I can't stop the thoughts. But mindfulness, which I've been practicing, allows me to tap in to those thoughts and say, mm, well, what are the facts of those thoughts? What are the facts of this situation? And the facts of the situation were, I knew some students were coming because I had talked to them. I knew some students were coming because their professors had told them. Students were going to come because I advertised it. Students were going to come because they're on campus and they're going to see that there's something going on. There was no logical way for me to think no students were going to come. But then there's all the other thoughts, right? Well, okay. I tried my best and I promoted and I planned and my boss isn't going to be mad at me if I tried my best and no one sh no one comes. It's not a waste of money if students come. It's not a waste of time if any student comes. One student is enough. I had to look at what the actual situation was and break it down in my mind and say, hey, you think this is logical, but this is the actual logical reasoning. And so much of dealing with anxiety is how am I going to talk to myself in this situation? What am I saying to myself? Because that's what it is. Anxiety is a conversation with yourself. Um, and it is so hard. It's way easier said than done to just have that conversation. Um, and that is something I acknowledge because I experience it. And that's something that my therapist has acknowledged. And my therapist is so good at her job. My therapist is fabulous. Um, and she has done so much for me. I switched therapists when I came back from college. And I've just found that this is such a good fit for me. And I really feel like I'm making so much progress, which is so exciting. And that mindfulness and acknowledging and the and validating my own feelings and saying it's okay that I feel this way rather than I shouldn't feel this way has made such a difference. And that's something else I wanted to touch on too, because I've had some conversations with people and I, I really, um, it feels so rewarding that me speaking out about my own mental health journey has made such an impact on people and I always appreciate when people say that to me because it just it makes me it reminds me and it refocuses me on what my goal is and I've had conversations with people recently and I've had conversations with my mom about people she knows that have opened up about their mental health because she's opened up about mine and the thread that pulls through all of these anxiety stories is people saying what they should feel like. What This is what I should feel like. 
and that's not how they feel. And they're so like, why don't I feel this way when that's how I should feel? I wish that I knew that before because I'd stop worrying so much about the fact that I didn't feel the way that I thought I should feel. And I don't know if that if that resonates with anyone, but oh my gosh, I should I should be over the fact that my friends all moved to New York and I didn't move there when that wasn't what was good for me. I should be over that and I shouldn't feel jealous of the fact that my friends get to hang out with each other and I shouldn't um I shouldn't be worried that my friends don't like me because I haven't heard from them, but I do. I do feel that way sometimes. I do feel jealous of my friends getting to see each other. I do feel worried that sometimes my friends don't like me because I don't hear from them when in reality, which I can say to myself now, they're just busy. We're just living separate lives and that's what we're supposed to do because we're human beings. We're individuals, but that's not always how I feel and it's okay. It's okay. It is okay to not feel the way that you think you should feel. What's more important is that you do feel that way and how you're going to combat it. And whether it's talking to a therapist or talking to your friend about how you feel or just doing something that makes you feel good that gets your mind off of it, all of those things are great responses and you don't need to worry about how you should feel about things. You don't. I also wanted to talk about something that is I'm so proud of myself for really and I have spoken in the past about the fact that I was not medicated that I didn't think that it was a right fit for me that I thought that going to therapy was enough for me and that was what my treatment plan was going to be and I realized that it was getting to a point where my anxiety was so strong I couldn't use the skills that I was learning in therapy and that is not good it's not um I my thoughts were just spiraling so fast avalanching um is how I like to refer to it my thoughts were avalanching so fast I couldn't stop them and it's not that I didn't have the skills to do it. It was that I couldn't because my brain chemicals are so flippin' unbalanced. And it's it was a huge step for me to acknowledge, okay, well, this isn't just situational anxiety. I have an anxiety disorder and my brain chemicals are not balanced. And so I spoke to my mom, actually, my mom encouraged me to speak to my therapist about getting medicated because she could tell that my anxiety was really high and I was having a hard trouble dealing with it. And I'm really grateful that my mom saw that and has the skills to talk to me about it now. Um, that's just such a big growth for us. And another part of the reason why I started Shout Our Struggle is that I saw the fact that my parents, when I first started struggling with mental health, didn't have a baseline for how to respond. And I thought Shout Our Struggle had the opportunity to give other parents the tools to respond when their kids started going through a mental health crisis. So I'm just so proud of my mom 
for that. And I'm so grateful to my mom for seeing that I needed that help and encouraging me to do it and normalizing it for me, even though, you know, I'm such a, a mental health advocate and a healing advocate. And I've always been in favor of people getting medicated if they needed it, but I never was in favor of it for myself. And she made me feel okay to ask for that. And so I talked to my therapist and she said, you know, yeah, I really think it would be beneficial for you. Um, if that's what you want to do, if that's how you want to treat it, to go to a psychiatrist and get medicated. And so that's what I did. I went and I saw a psychiatrist. I had an intake appointment and then I had an appointment with the PA that prescribes my medication and I am on 10 milligrams of Prozac. I've been on Prozac for about four weeks now and it has made such an immense, immense, immense difference for me. Um, it, it took a little bit because when you get onto a SSRI, um, which is what people get put on or can get put on for depression or anxiety, it takes a little bit before it registers in your body and it's working. So it took about two weeks for me to really see a difference and I am just in such a better place now that I'm taking medication. I'm honestly kind of like, why did I not do this before? Why did I not get medicated before? I could have been felt like this this whole time. Like, is this what normal people feel like? Not normal people because having anxiety and mental health isn't not normal, but is this how it feels to go through my day without feeling anxious? anxious constantly because I should have done this years ago because it, it's like a whole new world. I'm like happy. Little things don't ruin my day. I'm able to regulate myself when I do have feelings of anxiety. I'm able to use the coping skills that I used in therapy, learned in, whoa, I'm able to use the coping skills that I learned in therapy and just like talk myself down when I'm dealing with those feelings and it's made such a difference. Medication isn't for everyone, it's not everyone's thing, but I wanted to be transparent and kind of take away some of that fear that you may feel that I know I felt about getting medicated. It's okay to acknowledge it is okay to acknowledge that your anxiety or your depression or your bipolar disorder or your whatever you're diagnosed with, your OCD, anything, that that is a chemical, that that's a chemical thing and that medication helps you. And I'm also grateful to my sisters in the Miss America organization, especially Abby Delaglio for um, talking openly about being medicated and the benefits they felt from it and just being really transparent about that because that was a big influence for me um feeling comfortable so it's it's just so great that um it's just so great that i'm feeling this huge sense of weight off of my shoulders and i just i just wanted to share that because it is part of my mental health journey and being medicated can be part of your mental health journey too. It doesn't have to be I'm going to therapy now. It doesn't have to be I'm reading a self-help book. It doesn't have to be I'm practicing mindfulness. It can be all of those things, a combination of those things, one of those things. Whatever works for you is the most important thing. And so just to t focus on the goal of Shout Our Struggle and talk about how that plays in. My mom saw I'm struggling with my anxiety. And she said to me, listen, I see you're struggling with anxiety. Why don't you ask about getting medicated? And that was her response. And she talked to me about it in a way that was very comfortable. 
And then she said to me, I support you and we're going to find out a way for you to get medicated if that's what you need. We're here to support you and we want you to feel better. And so then I was able to respond to myself and my own emotions and go ahead and take that step. And I just think it's such a stellar example of the way that mental health response plays in to the healing journey. And I had someone who I trusted reach out to me and make me feel comfortable with taking that step. And that's the whole goal of it. And the other thing is feeling comfortable enough to talk about when you are experiencing those things and you do need help. Um, And that can come from you or come from someone else as long as it's coming from somewhere please, please, please know that there are people out there that support you, that want you to feel better, and that will be with you and behind you throughout that process. And if you don't have someone, you always have me. You always have me. So now that we got through that stuff, let's talk about and kind of close out the show with the plan going forward and a few little updates, and then I'll say love you, bye. How about that? Sound good? For this season of Shout Our Struggle, I'm going to continue to bring on guests. I have some guests already committed to coming on the show, which is so exciting. I'm hoping to have people with experience, um, but not just people with experience, some people who are licensed and certified in different sorts of mental health response and mental health support to come on the show and talk about and talk about their experience or why they started working in the mental health field and then things that they think are important to focus on. I am so excited to be doing another season of this show and I'm excited to bring on people that you might resonate with or people that you can learn from how you can better support your community. So it's going to be a great season. I promise, I promise, I promise it will be a great season. I promise. Just stick with me. I'm going to try to upload on a usual schedule. To be transparent, it is very hard to put this show out on a usual schedule. I work full-time, I'm a title holder, and I do this whole thing myself. I'm a one-woman show. I'm recording, editing, posting, promoting, all of these things myself, and so please just be patient with me. I promise I will have episodes coming out. It's just trying to listen to myself and my body and what I need and not pushing myself to my limits to a point where I burn out. So I promise I will try my best to upload on a usual schedule. This show is so important to me and I know it's important to so many other people. So I will continue to put out content. I just, I just need patience and I hope you can grant that to me. The next thing I want to talk about is so exciting. As I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I am partnered with the Mental Health Association in New Jersey. We do work together and it's such an amazing thing to be a part of their family and they're so, so, so supportive and I just love them. So the Mental Health Association has their biggest fundraiser of the year coming up, which is the Evening of Excellence. It's a dinner, gala, cocktail hour, networking type of situation where people who work in mental health from around the state come out and um, we raise money together for the efforts of the Mental Health Association. And it is so important um, because it allows the Mental Health Association to continue the amazing, amazing, amazing work they're doing. And they're going to honor some people who have done great work in the past year in the mental health field. They're having Mayim Balik from Big Bang Theory and Jeopardy come on. uh, Not come on. I'm talking like it's a podcast. It's not. She's going to have a 
video interview for that event that will be so exciting that they're going to share there. So if you are interested in attending the Evening of Excellence, please let me know. I will be there and the family, the Mental Health Association in New Jersey family will be there and I just wanted to put that out there in case you wanted to attend. To wrap up officially, be sure to follow Shout Our Struggle on Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow. Give us a review. Give us five stars. It really helps to promote the podcast and to get more people on board for the movement of healing we're promoting. So I'd really appreciate that. After all is said is done, I love you. Be sure to keep taking care of yourself, taking care of your community, and if you need me, let me know. I'm always here for you.